Hi everyone, welcome to Raise to Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. Raise to Rise podcast is supported by Ayurvedic Seva. Ayurvedic Seva is an herbal dietary supplement line set out to change the industry by dedicating the company to quality, safety, and holistic approach on making the wellness journey safe, healthy, and natural. If you want to start adding some natural herbs in your life, then head over to ayurvedicseva.com and use our promo code Raise to Rise for 30% discount. Once again, it's ayurvedicseva.com and use our promo code Raise to Rise for 30% discount. I am your host, Mithal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. Hey, 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 welcome to Race to Rise podcast. This is your host, Mithal, and today we have another fellow coaches. She is an absolute, absolute gem. I love her work and I love her authenticity and, you know, her her uniqueness and the energy that she brings on the table. So let's welcome, let's welcome Taya. Taya is a Jay Shetty certified life and success coach. She helps young people who feel lost and confused to find their place in the world and be happy. Her program and coaching approach moves teenagers to discover and build skills to solve problems despite the challenges that they are facing. She strongly believes that learning to consciously use their strengths rather than trying to fix the perceived weaknesses will positively transform teens' success life. And oh my God, how much do we need this in this world right now? Like, because we're all so really focused on our weaknesses, but Talia really believes, and she actually works on it to bring your strengths out and instead of trying to fix your weaknesses. So in today's episode, let's welcome her because she is going to give us parents some great tips for raising teenagers that will help them to reconnect with their kids and create a meaningful relationship with them. So thank you, Talia, for your work and for your gifts. Welcome to our show. So happy to have you. Can't wait. What are you going to share with us today? Oh my God, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Mital. And I'm really, I want to express how grateful I am for uh, for for you, for the space that you created. It's really incredible that you're doing and uh, helping parents. And I'm passionate about this too. And uh, yeah, just thank you. Oh, thank you. First of all, before we jump on to our, like our real discussion and conversation, I really want to say like, you know, a huge thank you for choosing to do what you're doing because helping parents and teenagers reconnect is no joke. It's really no joke because in unconsciously the damage has been done and when the damage is done to to reconnect those you know the broken the pieces and the wires it's hard job and so i really commend you for choosing the niche that you have chosen you know working with working with the youth is another thing that you know what i have heard from other parents and stuff that teenagers don't listen (laughs) <laughs> and you're, you're like really working with teenagers. And so you got to have that, you know, that, that patience and the strength and the courage to do it. Because what, what I've heard is teenagers just speak back to you and you know, they don't take things seriously. So I love what you're doing and just hats off to you going and daring to do the work that you really are passionate about. So thank you. <laughs> 
you. And it's funny because I do hear that uh, often. It's like, why did you choose to work with teenagers? They're so difficult. Exactly. Yeah. That's- and I was like, no, <laughs> they are not. I don't see them as difficult. I'm really very inspired by them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, I'm a little obsessed with uh, growth mindset mm-hmm. and uh, the, the growth that teenagers can demonstrate with the Mm. right uh, tools and support it's exponential yes like the way their brain works Mm. is so fascinating to me and uh, yeah so like it's I seek to empower them that's like what uh, my goal is Mm. but truly they empower me to Ah, be the best version of myself beautifully so for those of you who a little backstory that Talia was my coach <laughs> in our in during our school certification and so I have I have had like the you know firsthand experience working with her and she actually does know I mean she was able to get me out of my those childhood and the young the teenage belief system that I had uh, during school time and you know she actually helped me get out of that funk and you know just get it going so I've experienced the <laughs> your work and a couple of things that I've also learned about learned about Talia was like growth work and how you're so obsessed with the growth itself and so yeah I would you know second that and I can attest to your uniqueness and your work so let's get to know you a little little more for our listeners sake Um, so tell us a bit about why you want to work with teenagers yes you you did mention it but we want to know a little Mm -hmm. more like why teenagers and not parents yeah, I think that uh, it's personal, honestly. Uh, I, uh, when I was a teenager, I was really lost. Mm. And, uh, even though like from the outside, you would see just a regular teen, like having her school drama, or whatever it is. Right. I was good at school. I had like good grades. I wasn't like a troubled child. Or, mm. But that's the danger because like, on the outside, everything was fine, but mm. inside, there was like dangerous beliefs that were forming mm. and uh, like disempowering and limiting beliefs, and uh, and those like perceptions. Like I had a supportive parents, mm. and uh, like I didn't have like maybe like at like one year I mm. was like a little like rebel. I was like, yeah. okay, now I want to do this. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and we all have that. Yeah, but mostly like I, I had a good relationship with my parents. Mm. Uh, but then the thing that it's uh, my perception of my parents mm. was different. Like they were giving me support their way mm-hmm. and I needed to receive mm. support different way. And uh, it's hard to learn. Like I don't blame them. Like I, you know, like it's, uh, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no joke. As a parent, I can tell you that it's hard um, sometimes. Even though, you know, a parent's intention could be to help kids out. But sometimes, you know, when we're unconscious and when we're, when we're not aware, like what our kids really need, it gets difficult. And, and so I really, I, you know, one of the things that I noticed that it's definitely your personal choice. But what I love about it, that you didn't choose to work with parents because you don't think that it's the problem is outside. You think it's like, you know, we need to work on our inner self and not about what others are doing or what others are making choices. So I love, I love that, you know, from the experience and that's how, that's what I really believe too, that because I've had that experience of being a parent, 
I really think that I can guide other parents. And mm-hmm. so you're coming from an experience like, yes, I felt it and this is really needed. And I wish everybody hears yeah. and, you know, empowers I, teenagers. I just think uh, I actually like reconnected to my uh, kind of childhood dream. I wanted mm. to be. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, 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 amen to that. Because I wanted to be a teacher too yeah. at oh, young age. Yeah. So like, yeah. see, we're like, we're like on the same path. I mean, we've had all these conversations before too, but I don't think we've ever known that we all, we both wanted to be a teacher. I know. That's <laughs> interesting. That's true. That and is so funny. This, like, as you said, it's uh, it starts with you, hundred mm. percent. Mm-hmm. But I and but that's also why I see uh, the holistic approach. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are parenting coaches, there are coaches that uh, for educators, mm-hmm. and I think it's so important to introduce coaching at schools. Yes, and I, and definitely they need individual coaching. Like absolutely. teenagers need their own coach and. Uh, coming that like bringing that uh, tools together is Mm -hmm. so powerful absolutely and that and that's why like i really believe and that's why i wanted to bring you know the series of bringing the coaches out up front and you know for our listeners to understand like how important it is to have a coach Mm -hmm. and what can a coach do or bring in your life it's incredible i have experienced it and I really think that everyone should experience. So we're going to, so listeners, stay tuned because we're going to share all the details about Talia. So if you have that teenager who is in trouble or, you know, or you I'm think, not even in trouble, or you, you know, think, like right, it's, yeah. it's, the, it's, the, it's when parents think that, oh, they're in trouble. Or sometimes, you know, it's like how you mentioned internally, we don't even know what's going on. We're so lost. So if you have a teenager, you know, who, who think they're lost and who you really think that they can do much more, but they're not doing, then reach out to Talia and we're going to share all her details because let's empower our kids. And sometimes helping our kids is just not being by their help, but bringing the help in that what makes a huge difference. So we can't do everything on our own. So let's bring in the professionals who are trained and who are like, you know, who are experienced, who are qualified to do the work. So Taya is your girl. Honestly, I want to say how I, I'm not a parent yet. Mm. And I, I don't know, in such a all like for parents and like what they do, mm. <laughs> because like as a parent, I see you wearing so many hats. Mm. It's insane. Like you, you're like uh, this, like, even like sometimes a math teacher, sometimes yeah. you're like a, a theater helper, sometimes you're like your sports Absolutely. cheerleader, like everything. Yeah. But as you said, there is help out there. Exactly. And sometimes like the best way to help is to be unbiased and detached. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and as a parent, I think it's, it's hard. Probably, yeah, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's really so hard. hard. But again, like, you know, as long as you're bringing that qualified, trained help for your kid, you should feel like, you know, good about it. Okay, I couldn't help my son or my daughter. Let me bring in the help. Let them yeah. do their work. So that that actually, just because we're talking a lot about parents and kids, I really wanted to ask because, you know, you help them reconnect. So tell us, what do you mean by reconnect? And how can parents, you know, learn or reconnect? And do, do you have any tips for us? Yeah, so I... I heard a lot from parents kind of that when their kid becomes a teenager, Mm. it's like a new person. 
Mm-hmm. And they said, like, I don't know this person anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes. yesterday, it was my uh, sweet, uh, nice uh, baby. Kid, baby. <laughs> and today is this, like, monster. That yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've heard the same thing. Uh, but, the, the, but in truth, like, uh, partially it is truth. Because mm-hmm. uh, at that age, it's the developmental stage of their yep. brain and, like, uh, how their body develops mm-hmm. uh, and and all these hormonal imbalances, <laughs> all these hormone imbalances, but it's also like just fact, part of it is uh, physiological, yes. right? Yes. And part is uh, that at this time they consciously become aware of their identity mm-hmm. and they try out different identities. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's trial and error. Like they yeah. try out and they like, go, oh, like, if I do this, what happens? Let's mm-hmm. see. <laughs> they're, they're very curious at that stage. So the curiosity brings up, you know, brings up this experiment, you know, experimenting with everything. Exactly. It's like a little scientist growing inside. Right? <laughs> yeah, it is. And uh, I mean, it's kind of, as you say, I like the scientists. Yes, like it's, uh, it can be like a crazy one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but with right tools and support, mm-hmm. you can still like uh, encourage this curiosity without kind of jeopardizing their safety. Mm, I, yeah, I like <laughs> and, that. Uh, yeah. And the, um, something I wanted to add, now I'm slipping my, my hand. That's okay. Um, yeah. it, and it's amazing how, how, you, how you mentioned, like, because they're in that stage of creating identities and with the right tools, we can steer the ship because mm-hmm. right now there is, there's a storm going on internally like because it's all physiological effects this is all you know the psychologically they're growing and they're they're actually now out there so the the societal influence is also increasing and so we it's the parents we need to facilitate and when we can't when we're not like an experienced enough let's bring in that help and you know give them that tools that can help them get their you know the understand the difference between the identities and what do they really like to do or what what do they really want to do and not feel lost like how i i love like how you always bring the best uh, metaphors and like (laughs) uh, building creating those pictures i love it uh and like truly like i want to build on this like storm uh, type of uh picture you know like Mm. when there is a storm and like they panic right like what happens like they don't understand what's going on with their bodies they don't Mm -hmm. understand what's going on with like their emotions yeah around the world like yep. all all of that they panic so if you as a parent panic with them mm. you imagine what make it worse <laughs> exactly it's gonna make it worse <laughs> like that ship i don't know where it's going where it's going no absolutely i, so I like yeah um, it, it's uh, it's in your hands uh, to mm-hmm. to learn also mm-hmm. to, to understand and seek understanding and that's why i call it like reconnection because and i feel mm-hmm. like it resonates with like uh, your connection yes connection because yes you build that connection with them as toddlers and mm-hmm. like obviously like after birth it's like all like so strong and mm-hmm. moving on and uh, there is part when like it starts disconnecting kind of like, and it's like fizzling out yes mm-hmm. yes no i i agree and and that's why it's so but again like you know when we, when unconsciously we parents become so busy with maintaining our complex lives that mm. sometimes we lose out on that connection and it just you know everything just gets way too much to handle and that's why i i like you know i really 
focus on connect building that connection and then Talia comes in and focuses on reconnecting so I love how our paths just like you know crossed and we're like simultaneously going yeah. hand on hand together so parents out there you know where got to you. go <laughs> we got you we got your back like let's let's do this together because when we heal and empower our kids that's when we're gonna have that world that we're like we really want to live in you know we can yes. leave the leave the legacy that we really want exactly. to live that's my vision to to have like that's like kind of behind the scenes uh, yeah doing it too it's uh, i do want to create a world of self-aware people and passionate and who live in alignment with uh, themselves and how beautiful it's going to be absolutely i i second that vision and we're we're all together in this and everybody when you know chip in their energy their gifts you know and willingness to to get mm-hmm. the help is what's gonna what's gonna make the difference so let's let's look into this because you know you talked about the the panics and you know how the, when the storm hits inside we all panic so yeah you know in the history of humanity right now thanks to pandemic mm-hmm. how can parents because there's so much panic going on with the schoolwork and all that how can mm-hmm. us parents support or how can parents support their teenagers through these current challenges of virtual learnings? Because this is like a challenge at the moment. And I'm oh my God, sure so there's so much panic going on at the moment. Oh, yes, so much. I, I don't know if I can swear, but uh, like I heard so many teenagers say like, online learning just sucks. <laughs> yes, yes. And and not like, easy. I, yeah, it's, it's so not like self-isolation, all of these, like so much mm. pressure on them. But in terms of like specifically like uh, creating that uh, kind of like safe and uh, maybe even efficient environment for them to keep up with uh, the learnings, it's uh, creating certain routines and schedules, mm. uh, kind of like help them uh, mm-hmm. create their own mm-hmm. and uh, also like having the uh, allocated space for them mm. to take their classes because we know that energy uh, yeah. There, so like they can, uh, like their brain can pick up on like, okay, this is the place where my brain needs to be focused, where mm-hmm. I need to study. Mm-hmm. But I also want to highlight like schedules don't mean like rigid schedules. Like yes, you have flexibility. You need a leeway. Yeah, you need you need that room to move around and fluctuate. Yeah. I love that point. I mean, I didn't know that you know this is what you're gonna you know mention about the the structure. I really focus on that rhythm and the structure with, you know, young, with my kids. Mm -hmm. And it actually helps because we're also in the, you know, whole virtual learning. And when the kids are not used to of this, this whole computers and like, you know, just being at home, the isolation feels daunting. Yeah. And, and I can now understand, you know, cause, because you've heard the stories, like how teenager must be wondering, cause I was under impression like, Oh, teenager must love. Cause you know, they love the computers and they want to be, you know, on their computers. But now that from hearing from you, it's like, wow, I didn't, I didn't think that, or, you know, I didn't, I didn't think that teenagers would have the same views. Like, Oh, the isolation sucks. And right. you know, the, the learning, virtual learning, is just not fun. Not at all. I mean, like, uh, even, uh, you know, there's like misconception that uh, some introverted uh, mm. kids probably liked it uh, more or mm-hmm. like kind of like enjoyed. Not at all. Like it's uh, introverted kids, like they still need 
that connection, that connection. and building yeah. that connection, especially at that age, it's mm-hmm. really important uh, having like a kind of like a face-to-face in-person experience Mm -hmm. and also because like school like sometimes like you like you know like again like misconception that they say like well but you can hang out with your friends like or like kind of like after Mm -hmm. uh, the lockdown Mm -hmm. you can still like uh, chat with your friends on the phone on the camera the same but it's not the same but it's also important that when a child like teenager especially goes to school Mm-hmm. He doesn't only interact with uh, the, his or her established friends. Mm. The whole community, that the feeling of community there. And you always build and look out to build new connections and new friendships. And I, that's what's really, really missing. It's like expansion, right? You said like, mm. the, like curiosity. They need yeah. to go out there and look for new things and new friends. I really love that you brought the point of community there mm-hmm. because, you know, as a, as a society too, like how, if you have a community, if we have a community, we thrive because mm-hmm. we feel that sense of security, like, oh, somebody, even if I, you know, even if I trip o- you know, trip over, somebody's going to come out there and going to help me out where if you're home or, you know, if you're isolated, even if I trip out, nobody's going to come and help me out. I'm going to have to, you know, get, you know, get up by myself. So I I love the sense of community and, you know, how you brought the point of, you know, the curiosity and it helps us build that connection with the outer world. And we make, you know, new friends and we, you know, you you get to witness and see new experiences that we can at the moment when in, you know, in lockdown uh, inside. I love um, how you're, you know, bringing those myths also about the you know introverts and the schooling mm-hmm. that that's that's great so let's um let's look into it since you know since you work with teenagers and you have had a great experience what are some of the parenting relationship destroyers that you have observed oh man <laughs> <laughs> i think that the, the biggest one is when they lose trust Mm. in like parent and uh, teenager it then yeah. goes both ways and what I found there are different ways of losing trust mm-hmm. right? and one thing that I do what related to like specifically with parenting is uh, the punishments mm. and uh-huh. like you know like I'm in for discipline mm-hmm. but discipline doesn't mean punishment it doesn't yes. equal punishment like punishment creates and i'm sure that you've talked like about these little platforms like it creates like shame mm-hmm. like pain like this like blame like all like the, those like feelings and uh, and also like, it doesn't make them do better yep. if you make them feel worse worse like Absolutely. that doesn't work like that i don't know where that came from like yeah. it doesn't work and uh, what needs to be created is clear expectations mm-hmm. and clear consequences yes so like you still as a parent you still have authority you still have uh your say because you mm-hmm. create those rules and uh you discuss with them mm-hmm. and discuss like okay like uh, you agree like okay this is reasonable yes mm-hmm. so like the mm-hmm. uh, the consequences also need to be correlated with the uh with the rule mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. like oh like if you go on your phone like whatever like exercise uh-huh. you're not supposed to go 
and then you lose some other privileges going out with friends you know mm. right it's like it's different like it's like if you go on phone take my phone <laughs> you know yeah like, it's like uh, it needs to be kind of like reasonable and connected so they make those cause and effect connection mm-hmm It's amazing that you brought that point. And I truly, truly believe in, you know, that how you said, clear up the expectations, have that non-negotiables, have that boundary set with your kids, Mm -hmm. like, because they're not going to know what you're, they they can't read your mind in in our mind, you know, in our mind, we're like, okay, he or she, you know, is going out with friend. Oh, and then we, we go into what if mode. And then we assume, and then we're like, okay, no, you can't go. But instead, have that clear communication with your child and, you know, set those boundaries ahead of time, not at the moment when, when things are happening, not in the heat of the moment. Don't touch those points at, you know, then. Rather, you need to do this ahead of time exactly. before, this even, before this even gets to that point. Because mm-hmm. when the milk is boiling, you know, and then you're like, okay, now let me let, let, let it boil, let it boil. And then you are trying to turn off. Well, it's going to overflow. Yeah. You, you can't do that because then it's just, it, it ruins. It creates like that mistrust from the mm-hmm. child, from the uh, like teenager because, and I heard that, like I heard uh, them like confining with me, like saying like, I try, like I do like what they ask and mm-hmm. then I don't get the result right. because the result is not uh, right. beforehand established. So it's, yeah, right. it's like a uh, mistrust and mm-hmm. uh, but also like on my part like I uh through like mm-hmm. questioning and like thought provoking yes. like I encourage them to okay go out and like clarify mm-hmm. like, clarify the rules because mm-hmm. it's also on you like you can't always blame the parent parents like, oh, yep. they did something wrong it's like no <laughs> no yep yep I I like that point and that that you brought up about the questions and that's how it's coming up that that's why I love coaching because mm-hmm. it's not about, it's not about advising the, so it's not like you advise the teenagers like, okay, you do this, this, this step one, mm-hmm. step two. No, it's, it's that us coaches ask the question and give the space for them to take out what's inside. And that's why I love coaching because it, it brings the point out and it gives them the sense of security. Like, you know what? I can speak up. And that's why probably, you know, that's why you probably had an uh, uh, experience of teenager not being difficult because you're giving them that space. And the parents are not able to give that space in the heat of the moment because they're not conscious yet. And, you know, about, about the fact and unconsciously, not that that's their intention, but it's happening. It just happens because the cause and effect because, you know, because they don't take care of their own, own, you know, priorities and they don't set up the whole boundaries and expectations up front. Now the effects is like, okay, it's going to fizzle out. You know, it's going to, it's going to get to the point where you don't want it to go. Yeah. So I love the fact that you brought that that's the, that's a big destroyer. And I truly hundred percent agree that the punishment and, you know, that's like a big destroyer of the relationship between parent and child, teenager, any, any, yeah. So that actually brings up because, you know, you asked, like you, you mentioned, like how you're asking the question, right questions for teenagers to communicate with you. Tell us a little bit about your current projects and programs that you're working on. Yeah. Thank you for asking and yeah. uh, giving me the opportunity to share. Uh, I, I mostly work uh, one-on-one uh, mm-hmm. coaching with uh, teenagers and, uh, and I do want to 
to clarify that uh, whenever I start working with teenagers, I always have a uh, connecting call uh, with a parent. And mm. it's very important for me that uh, the parent trust me mm-hmm. uh, and understands uh, the coaching relationships and wow. that, that the idea that uh, I'm not on their agenda mm-hmm. with my client, like mm-hmm. with the teenager. Mm-hmm. I'm there for them, for, for mm-hmm. the teenager. For the teenager, yeah. Yes. And, uh, and that creates that safe uh, space for them to, mm-hmm. to share with me because uh, they know that this will not be shared with the parent. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so like one-on-one coaching and uh, I know like just dropping out there that I'm also doing a grad student program, mm-hmm. which is like in the works right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it will be launched uh, probably like a quarter to uh, 2021. Uh, but I'll keep you, you know, posted. Yes, no, like, definitely. Yeah. Because that, and that is an amazing thing that you're, you're doing. First of all, I do want to commend that you're having, you're, you're clarifying it to the parent, like, and making sure that they trust you with their kid. And also you're clarifying that, that you're not on the agenda as per the parent, but you're there for the teenager. And by the way, I also want to throw this out that being, being a coach, Natalia, also possess the the law firm background <laughs> she is an attorney right am i am i correct yes, yes. yes. And, so my, and so she's bringing her that experience of you know she's aware of the laws she's aware to you know to to bring the clarity in and so that there's no uh because teenagers you know young and then people might think that you're brainwashing but nothing like that happens here she follows the you know she's got contracts and we work through we're professional people. Come on. Yes, we studied under the umbrella of Jay Shetty. So we bring the tools, you know, in and we stay in our in our um in our limits and we know our boundaries. Um and the second thing I really want to say that so yeah, that's one on one. But also the program that you're building for grads, like how many of us, I mean when I graduated, I did not know what I really want to do. And mm-hmm. I felt so lost. Like I didn't know what direction I can go. I would have benefited with your program back then. If you were, if you had it, like I, I would have been the I, first I one. would too. That's also like why, I mean, I guess like I, I go with uh, what feels uh, personal and close mm-hmm. to my heart. Mm-hmm. How, uh, like I went to law school. So like, I know how stressful it was, mm-hmm. how like, uh, the schedules, the overlap, mm-hmm. all of these like together and the pressure mm-hmm. of uh, what's next, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. So I do want to help uh, uh, students to, mm-hmm. uh, to overcome their fears and uh, to know like their, uh, why they actually were in the grad mm-hmm. school at the, from the, like from the beginning. No, I love that. So if, to for, sure, for sure. So if you, if you have a teenager who's graduating or who, who is in school, just reach out to Talia and we're going to share all her details in the show notes. So before I let you go, this was, uh, by the way, this was fantastic. I loved having you. Uh, this conversation can mm-hmm. go on and on, but, <laughs> uh, but because of the sake of our, our listeners, if you were to share words of wisdom for a parent and a teenager who wants to be you know, on a consciously connected journey with each other, what would you say? I have this, like, I don't know if it's controversial or not, but Talk less, listen more. Ooh, love that. It is not controversial at all. Like, <laughs> listen, <laughs> that sounds simple, but it's so profound. Uh-huh. Because most of the time we, we listen to our, 
if we, if at all we're listening to our kids, it's about to reply them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, to correct them. We mm-hmm. never listen to with them. Yeah, it's, it's always like, you know, no, there are parents, there are guys, there are coaches. Let them do their job. Like, let, <laughs> let me be a parent. Let me just listen to my kid what, what his or her needs are. And so I love that, that those wisdom of words, like just listen more and talk less. <laughs> so thank you so much, Talia, for coming thank to our you. show and, you know, sharing your energy and your, your insights and the, you know, the words of wisdom and, and your journey and how personal this is and your decisions are. So we really appreciate you and we would love to have you again because this was a fired up conversation. I can just talk and talk for hours and hours. There's so Taya. much more that we can uh, share about like, this parent-teenager uh, journey. I, I love this. Uh, and uh, thank you for having me. Thank you. So for those of, uh, for those of us who, you know, uh, who are listening to us, stay tuned because we're going to bring her back because we, <laughs> can't just, we can't just end it at that point because she's got a lot to, lot to share um, and, you know, build that connection because we have that common theme of connect, building mm-hmm. that connection and reconnection. So we appreciate you and thank you for coming to our show. Thank you all. Thanks for listening to Race to Rise podcast. We would absolutely love to hear your thoughts about today's episode. Please let me know you have listened to this episode and fill me with your aha moment. Share it on Instagram, tag me with hashtag Race to Rise or at Race to Rise and I would love to share those to my stories and shout you out there. I would also love if you can subscribe, rate and review the podcast. It's our brand new podcast launch and we have some bonus giveaways going on for the top raters and reviewers. Also, I would love to send you my 7-day parenting journal absolutely for free. All you got to do is leave me a review in the iTunes store, take a screenshot and email it over at racetorisepodcast at gmail.com. Again, take a screenshot of the review and email me at racetorisepodcast at gmail.com and I will send you the 7-day parenting journal absolutely for free. Thank you so much for being the active listener of this podcast. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you for raising your consciousness and rising as joyful beings.